Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to our recap of The Bachelorette Katie Season, Episode 3. And Chris, I don't know about you, but I am definitely here for the wrong reasons. (laughs) (laughs) What What man may be, Dave? (laughs) What have you got to say? First off, on this episode, because it it was a bit up and down, wasn't it? But we've got to start off with our mate Carl, uh, the motivational speaker. (laughs) Dave, he has got to go down as one of the worst motivational speakers ever. (laughs) And and what what I've got to give him credit for, I know you said last week you're warming to me, because when these people leave, the whole show just falls off a cliff, doesn't it? But I'll tell you now, I love the fact that every time he got questioned, it changed from... There's a few of you not real. There's one guy not real. Well, who is it? I'm not saying, <laughs> oh, no. But I'm thinking, who, who, who is he aiming it at? The only one logically would probably be Aaron. And I've not seen, up to this point, I'd not seen anything to suggest it was him. And it just went on and on. And Katie just taking it as fucking gospel that he was being up front. And when... When he stands there and they're having a pop at him and Andrew S is going mental like an American footballer and he's having a go at him and he's just like, <laughs> not bothered. But Dave, and I know I'm jumping a little bit, the highlight of this whole segment was Carl doing fucking shadow boxing like he was going to have a fight with someone. <laughs> what that was, was that all about? <laughs> that was Ricky Gervais 101, Dave. <laughs> You should have seen. You should have heard him in there slagging you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> well, you know, you... <laughs> that was bizarre, wasn't it? Because he's just stood there taking it. Everyone's basically saying, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "Well, if you don't know, I'm, I'm not going to call them out. You know who these yeah. are." <laughs> And it's it's like, oh, it's such like a little kid. You know, when a kid's like, you know, can't get themselves out of this lie. <laughs> it's just, there was nothing plausible about what he was saying. Other than, look, Chris, a lot of them are there for the wrong reasons. Let's, you know, we, we always say this because the game is, you know, they have to uh, pretend that they're not. But so, you know, statistically, you know, Carl's right. But I, we didn't see anything on camera which suggested, uh, you know, some someone's not, only just met Carl. They're not going to go, oh, yeah, I fucking want to crack at The Bachelor, me. Or got no interest <laughs> in Katie. You know, they're not going to yeah. say that to him. So he's just full of shit. But, again, Katie sort of demonstrated a little bit of whimsical uh, decision-making there, hasn't she? Because, basically, she she's taking Carl on his word and she's all upset and we've got the tears and we've got the drama and we've got the all the cameras you know because Greg comes in and they've got two cameras positioned perfectly for to, to capture this conversation and um, you know she, she in the end you know it's uh, oh what's his face Mike is it Mikey the old yeah. 31 year yeah. old virgin and I've just got to say Chris do you not think Mikey sounds like Stephen Hawking <laughs> Katie, I just want you to t- know 
We think Carl is telling you the wrong things. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's sort of the tone and his expressions of every word says to me. You know, he sounds like a Stephen Hawking, but or he used to. <laughs> but anyway, she just flips again. She's like, oh, well, Mikey said this, and uh, do you all feel like this? D- what's everyone going to say? Uh, uh, no, uh, I'm here for the wrong reasons. They, they, of course they're going to throw Carl under the bus. And so uh, she just decides, oh, well, he is a, a douchebag. So I, I don't know. I was all over on this one, Chris. Uh, it just seems that Katie just pretty much believes what she's told. Dave, I completely agree with you. It was all taken at face value. However... The continuity people didn't get it right because Katie sits there at the, at the thing and she's crying, going, oh, <laughs> we've got the fucking onions and everything. She's got streaks down her face. Katie storms into the room in front of all the guys. Perfect makeup. So far, all right, I'm buying that. No problem. Then it pans back to her and she storms off in the same position, doing exactly the same thing she did before she came into the room for the guys with the streaks down the face when Greg come in and I'm like, well, this has obviously been shot completely out of sync. Then, and it Katie. So <laughs> I didn't buy any of that, Dave. And what annoys me around, I've written it down, is the fucking guys are bellends. And I've had a quick look on our Facebook <laughs> and Lorraine and, and <laughs> Charlene are, are so right. It's, it's the same shit. Fucking Hunter. I hate seeing her like this. Mike P, I hate seeing her upset. Shut the fuck up. You don't even know this girl. You don't care about her. And whatever we think of Carl, because as much as he had to go and he's a dick, I can sort of understand what he's saying. Because he's not playing the game either. He he doesn't want to be there. He's not genuine either. They're all doing exactly what you've just said, Dave, is they're there so they don't get fucking found out until the last minute. And honestly, it's this. it just makes me fucking sick, these fucking fake fuckers just going on and on how upset they are and all this. And I'm just like, oh, fuck off. It's just... With Carl, he was a dick. The worst fucking guy, you know motive I have ever seen. However, I think his play was probably right. He was trying to call a bachelor for what it is, but he had to go. So yeah, <laughs> that, that whole segment was just fucking nonsense. I'm sorry. I've ranted there, Dave, but I had to get this off my chest. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's like, you know, Mikey's like, Katie, we're only here for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave. Give, her some, give her some fucking credit to make her own mind up. You know, you don't have to protect her like. But the bit, the bit that made me laugh was um, the fact that when she says, you know, if you've not got a rose, say your goodbyes. And Carl is stood uh-huh. there in the most <laughs> awkward moment. Yes. Like, none of the blokes want to talk to him. He's kind of uncomfortably shuffling. He can't make eye contact with Katie and then just shuffles off to the to the exit. Uh-huh. I thought that was brilliant. That was my favourite bachelor or bachelorette exit, I've got to say. I, I totally agree. But Dave, did you not see before? We were crying out for fucking Chris Harrison moment. And Tasha got it, Dave. The last fucking rose. Nobody can count in this room, Tasha. So you come over and say, this is the last rose in your own time, Katie. 
Fantastic, Dave. Fan fucking tastic. You know what? When when Katie had to take a moment because she just heard this this thing from Mikey and all the blokes were saying, "Yeah, Carl's full of shit," and we all agree. And she goes off, and then Tasha and I always forget the other one's name. Whatever uh, her name Caitlin. is, is it Caitlin? Well, yeah. uh, she goes off, and I'm like. Oh, right. Yeah, you're just fucking waiting there. You know this drama is coming. So, you know, that's why you're there. You've got no other reason to be there. And then they come up, you know, this is the final rose. I'm like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) So this is obviously a sacred part of the the Bachelor experience that you've got to announce the final rose. So, you know... (laughs) You've got to spare no expense to have two people. But obviously they can't do it at the same time, so I don't know if they're going to share out, you know, when it comes to the final rose to announce it. But yeah, it's fucking... seems a bit pointless to have them there, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, it does. And and look, it was comedy timing. However, we get to sort of the middle section of the episode, Dave, and it takes a... a, a, a I was completely off kilter on this. I didn't know what to expect. So we get this sharing circle, don't we? This sort of forum of them together. Hunter... I, I prefer to think of it as, or the name of it, it's the circle jerk. Oh, right, okay, the circle <laughs> jerk. Well, there you or go. Jerks. So, so Hunter says he was married, his priorities were all over the place. The more he thought he was settling down and creating something for his family, the more he's pushing him away. He's got a son. That was quite emotional, didn't I? Then Connor... Connor tells this story, right? So Connor's crying on this is really difficult. This is going to be so bad. And I'm thinking, oh my God, he's been to prison. He's, he's done so. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't, I think he was saying like basically the, when he had his drink, he was an idiot. He got a bit too aggressive. He cheated on his girlfriend. But the way this story went was I was expecting him to say like, I've just done a 10 stretch or something, Dave. It was like built up into, and there was far more serious stories told in this I know it's his story and all that, but I just didn't, it didn't get me. Uh, however, Dave, you know, Katie's story, I, I don't even know where to start with that. I just find that unbelievable to, you know, like, but he's so brave of her to share it. I, the only thing I would question personally is why would you want to, you know, share it within that group? It's something personal to her. Yeah. I mean, if I'm to look at it positively, you know, there's going to be, people out there in the same situation as her and and if people I know some people don't watch it because they can't fucking stand it but they listen to a long for us just rip it apart so I really appreciate so I mean basically Katie said she 10 years ago you know she ended up in a situation where there wasn't consent is what she said um now the cynical part of me says oh come on she she was saying even her mother didn't know wasn't she yeah, it's like, come on, this plan. this is not this is not the time. This is a bit like on Matt's season where I felt it was even more kind of manipulated. Uh, you know, like with with Matt and his dad. It's like, yeah. come on, you've had all this time. You you really for our evenings entertainment, you want to share this incredibly uh, personal thing with the the whole world. It just it doesn't seem like the right time to me. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's there's nothing you can sort of say more about that. No. She's obviously... No. She's asked those guys to be vulnerable, drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, that's what she's come up with to, um, to be vulnerable as well. Yeah, and I, I agree, Dave. I, I, I think 
it needs to be made aware and, and she may have helped somebody by sharing a story. I'm not, I'm not, there's no way, you know what we're like for taking it. I would never take the mic out something so serious as this. That I, I'm with you though. I'm, I'm, I was sort of like, surely the producers, why would you, maybe she said, I want to say this story. Brilliant. It does up for me personally. I come out of it thinking, well, what's happened to this person who did this? Cause she admitted she was in a relationship with, with him once she and all that. And, and realized years later it was wrong. I'm thinking, well, surely did he get arrested? I mean, I know that's her business, but you sort of like, it, it's an open-ended thing that she shared in some respects. So brave of her to do that and, and total respect. But I just felt, I, I review, I just felt like, is this really the right time to do that? Mm. Or is there ever a right time? I don't know. I'm not an expert. So yeah, let's, let's leave it at that because I don't want to, you know, go go down that rabbit hole too much, but brave of her to do it. Yeah, ultimately, we're talking about something we've got no real idea exactly. about. I mean, exactly. I, so it it seemed she said she ended up in a relationship with this bloke because you know she was confused and a bit of in denial, and and it yeah. just doesn't compute for me. But I've never been in that situation, so it's just yeah, it's just one of those. Who I did feel empathy for, Chris, uh, was Hunter and his story. Um, yeah, and again, without going too serious into it, it it's, it's the story he described kind of described my own path, you know. But yeah. but still, I look back and I, I'm not quite sure what I could have done differently but you end up kind of uh trying to juggle all these things you know work family life and and uh you know marriage and whatever and, and you just don't always get it right and so um yeah i'm, I'm in hunter's corner now because I, I feel a bit of <laughs> solidarity <laughs> with them over that one no, hey, Dave, it's nice of you to share that. But I will say, you didn't end up on a fucking reality show vying for one girl, did you? So, That's you know, <laughs> let's be honest. But I do, I do think as well, Michael's story about he lost his wife, you know, uh, to cancer. And, and oh, my God. I, 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 this, this was just like, you know, I, I've called out this show for like, let's just, just say anything to one-up each other. I don't even think me, Mr. Cynical of anything, I don't even think, you can't fake something like that. I just, I took it all on face value and I was like, wow, that is, this is such, um, in, you know, powerful stuff again. Yeah, and I must admit, Chris, I, I was sort of welling up a little bit at various points the earlier in yeah. the episode michael was sharing it with the guys wasn't he and about yeah. what had happened and and that at some point he's gonna have to discuss this with katie but when he was telling the story about what happened it was like oh fucking hell i mean talk about having your heart ripped out um so yeah and and then later on he, he does get the single date doesn't he and uh, yeah. you know he ends up sharing it with her and it god i was i was almost gone chris uh, yeah, hey, it, it it seemed very genuine. It really did, and the fact that he shared all that with her was great. I I will say though, Dave, just moving on slightly, is we didn't think we'd get a bad guy like Carl. <laughs> well, up steps Thomas. However, I have got something in support of Thomas, Dave, because I'm I'm going to call someone else out. But Thomas, fucking hell, he muscles in on Aaron. He does this big, weird, convoluted speech to Katie. This is like, the guys are like, this is just a fucking sales pitch. What is he doing? And then it just escalated. This guy come from nowhere. We'd not really seen a lot. And he just stepped up as the bad guy. I, I, it was great. Look, it was great 
you have Carl at one side of the bookend and him at the other. But this whole way this played out was just stupid for me. It's just Bachelor 101, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's someone... It's Aaron. So Aaron's the one who had the beef with a guy whose name I don't care to remember from last week. You know, they yeah. were both from San Diego, obviously knew each other, and he came up with that weak-ass excuse about, you know, oh, he wasn't kind, and there were some social media posts or whatever, and then Katie just buys it and goes with him. But, you know, the thing is, with the... Here's what we didn't discuss in the circle jerk, Chris. So I felt like Marcus was just in a mode of verbal diarrhea in that, you know, whole sharing thing. Everything he was saying smelt of bullshit. <laughs> he was basically <laughs> saying that, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect here. And yeah, someone can build themselves a platform from here. But after I got here, oh, you're amazing. And I'm like bullshit <laughs> right and I'm like you know and, and you could see um, the other guys were like yeah there's something not right here I mean we're supposed to be sharing stories about ourselves but you it's a bit of a sales pitch and it's not very authentic and believable so you know when I don't think Katie bought it either and so she's trying to ask him you know what are the uh, what are these things that that you know what are these red flags that you've talked about you know yeah again it's very bachelor isn't it you haven't actually spoken about specifics you've just given general statements and he just doesn't come up with anything so that when he he disappears and aaron's getting his time and he's like he comes back and he's like oh he's hanging around in the background making it all uncomfortable and then you know he interrupts aaron and katie but then Aaron, again, he doesn't put up a particular fight. He just says, uh, I'm a bit confused. And Okay, he goes. And I'd be like, yeah. fuck off, douchebag. You've yeah. had your time. <laughs> you know, yeah. put, a, put a fight up then and there. But yeah, it I did remind me. Do you remember when Katie was trying to get time with Matt uh, in, in Matt's season? And then Sarah, I think it was Sarah, was like, oh, I, I really need to speak to you, Matt, about something. And then sits down there and is like, ah, oh, so how's it going? <laughs> Watch out for your tea. <laughs> and so Thomas didn't really have anything. I thought he was going to say, look, you know, when I was younger, I did this, that, and the other, and these are the red flags. These are the things that you wanted to know from me, but I was also nervous. He, he breaks out the, uh, you know... Uh, how amazing she is, you know, and just pandering to her, just saying nice things. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's all a bit of bullshit again. It's all a bit of a sales pitch, all very false. But Aaron is really not happy with it, you know, and, and the lads start to gang up on him from there, don't they? They do, Dave, and I think the right to call Thomas out. However, this was my caveat. Aaron is a fucking mardass, Dave. I'm sorry, he's an absolute man. I stuck up for him last week. I was with him, with Carl, but I'm sorry. Thomas is wrong, but Aaron, every conversation, he's fucking moaning. He's taking the high, <laughs> moral high ground with everyone. He is a fucking game player. And again, he's turning all the guys against someone. Carl made his bed and lied, and there's no getting away from that. All Thomas has done, he's played The Bachelor... All yeah. these guys are fucking pointing fingers. The old saying is, if you point one finger at me, there's two pointing back at you. 
they're all doing the same thing. Do you not think that any of them, like Andrew S is like, oh, it's fucking disgusting. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. Those who doff protest the most, these fuckers all want to get on The Bachelor. Katie got the nod in Matt's series and was like, do you want to fuck Matt off and become The Bachelorette? Of course I do. Let's make up some shit excuse and I'm going to leave because I was the favourite for Matt's heart and I'm going now. She goes, we know it's all fake. Not one of them really has an argument. And Aaron Dave, every time I see his fucking face now, from he's getting on my fucking nerves because he's just a game player and he's trying to turn everyone against everyone. And I guarantee you in a few episodes, this fucker is going to get booted off because he can't keep going around moaning, blaming everyone else. Yeah, I don't think Aaron's got much chance. Uh, I agree there. But um, the thing, like you say, the, the hypocrisy of the majority of them, uh, it, it just tickles me because, you know, they're saying like, what are you, are you saying, uh, Thomas, are you saying that your time with Katie is more important than my time? And he, he, he trips himself up here because the real answer is, well, to me... My time with her is more important. Yes. But he says, like, yeah, my time is more important. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> oh, the audacity of it. Oh, how could he possibly think that? And it's just like, oh, guys, fucking get over yourselves. To all of you. Hey, you're not there for a bromance. You're on this weird-ass fucking show where you've got one woman <laughs> to fight over, you know? Yeah, and, and well... If you're, let, let me put this to you, Chris. If their reasons really were to get engaged to Katie at the end, wouldn't they fight? Wouldn't they fight for time, every last little bit of time, rather than yeah. focusing on the bromance stuff? Yeah, exactly. Dave, look at Dale on fucking Claire's season. Fucking Claire was literally getting changed for bed and that fucker's hiding behind the curtains. Oh, hello. How have I got in here? I don't know, Dale. Someone's snogging fucking Claire. He's there oh, fucking holding a hand. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's holding a hand and you know what I mean? Like she runs out of toilet paper and he pops up from the cupboard. Yeah, Claire, there you go. He's just fucking bulls. This is what The Bachelor is about. It's nonsense. And I will say, Dave, what got me was was it's the the... What I find really great in this episode and watching it is the Bachelor innuendo chat that we get. Katie, I might be in love with this guy. Always, the, the chat's never, I don't like this guy. He's, I've just, I, he repulses me. He's off. It's always the same thing to keep them all going. I might be falling in love with him. Maybe <laughs> I'm in love with her. Maybe she loves me. Maybe I need, and it's all that. Let's carry it on for 13 episodes, bollocks. Because the whole dialogue, they've all been steered by the producers to say this. This will sound good if you say, I might be falling in love with this person. It's nonsense, Dave. You know what I mean? It's just, it, but, it's but for the they, TV. They have, it, to but. Keep, they have to keep the fairy tale going, don't they? You know, it, it's amazing, isn't it, that we can still get flabbergasted by the falseness of it all <laughs> after watching several seasons of the same script, which, you know, Didi had pointed out last week that, you know, that's why people love it as well, seeing these same people in different situations and how they handle it. So, uh, yeah, it, it it is all a bit of nonsense, isn't it? But uh, it's kind yeah, of why I, we love it as well. It is. It is why we love it. But Dave, you know what? I, I, and this is the last thing I'll say on the dialogue from people is, it's the fucking bollocks when, you know, Carl had done that at the start and we've got this with like, you know, 
um, Thomas and all that. And it, it's the guys again, fucking Hunter and that. They're all like, oh, this is like the worst thing in Katie's life. Oh, this is like the... No, <laughs> my, the worst my thing is someone... fear is yeah, that exactly. someone's here for the wrong reasons for yeah, Katie. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Really? That's your greatest fear ever? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, but they're like, Katie's world is just coming crashing her down around her. No, Katie's world would come crashing down around her if there was some serious life-changing problems, whether she loses a member of family, someone gets ill or whatever. We all know what they are. We've all been through them. They are life-changing fucking things. Not someone called Carl who couldn't motivate fucking a room full of winners. <laughs> <laughs> saying fucking someone was blagging her and they're not being real. I actually think what Carl said sort of came to fruition at the end with people like Aaron, fucking Hunter, some of these, some of these just playing the fucking Bachelor Ruler. It just, I don't agree. He had to go because he was a bell end. However, this, the way it all played out, he sort of kept thinking, hang on a minute. He may be onto something here, but he's gone now. See you, Carl. So, yeah, mm. I just—I was on a bit of a rant there, Dave, but it just makes me piss how they make it into such dramatic circumstances because someone's not told the truth to Katie. Carl's main mistake, though, was just speaking the truth, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, but on this, he's got to pretend. He's got to play the game if he wants to get further. You know, if we went on there, Chris, we'd be fucking shit, wouldn't we? It's like, you know, can you imagine if you're in that group setting and one of the guys is like, oh, Katie, I'm so here for you and I just want to be vulnerable. I'd just be there with a pint. Fuck off. <laughs> You've only known a fucking a week, you bellend. Fucking off. Finchy, you were fucking telling me stories, you know, that last week that make a fucking sailor blush. Bollocks here, you know. So it's just they to get on in this game, they have to kind of play along with it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. And I do. I, I am calling myself out. I it, that is what the Bachelor's about. But it just fucking brilliant, Dave. It is brilliant TV. It sounds like we hate it, but it's just fucking dick. Well, but I will go on. Sorry, oh, go on. I don't know. I was just going to say that. Um, I I did like again. You know, the guys have a bit of a. Oh, what is it they call it when they get someone, they have a bit of a, you know, moment. What was it called? A what? You know when, like, a family, like, calls someone out? Oh, a meeting, like a big meeting. Family meeting. Like, family meeting. fucking meeting. It's, it's, there's another <laughs> word for it. I know what... <laughs> a gathering? <laughs> a witch hunt? Let's, a let's stick with <laughs> witch hunts or a lynching. So, I mean, they get... You know, Marcus, and again, they're they're all sat round very naturally. You know, in those three balls, <laughs> so the camera can can get a front on shot there. And Hunter is basically quizzing Thomas about his reasons there. And I don't know if there was a lot edited out of this, but you know, Thomas pretty much comes clean, and it's like, well, I didn't know what to expect, but admits Chris that he's thought he's entertained the idea of being the next Bachelor. Now, again, a lot of the people in that room are guilty of the same crime, Chris, I put it to you. But actually yes. speaking it out loud, actually admitting it, 
is a crime. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe he's thought about being on The Bachelor. Oh, this fucking series that's been on for 20 years that where we all like see these personalities regurgitated and provide social media platforms. Oh, he's here for those reasons that this show promotes. It's like, oh, come on. So, you know, for some of the stuff that had gone on before, uh, I thought, you know, Marcus, he just comes across as completely disingenuous. He's not disingenuous. He's not there for Katie at all but for all the other blokes to like gang up on him like that it's just so fucking hypocritical it was it was and and you're right actually because it's like oh my god the swine the bastard he is a it's like like you say it's that unwritten rule you're not allowed to say everyone in that room all the blokes in that room dave were like fucking leslie nielsen on fucking airplane with the nose i mean i i know i'm the wrong person to say about the fucking my schnozio but the fucking noses were just getting bigger at some point they were going to be sword fighting with each other because like oh my god i am outraged it's, it's disgusting this oh you absolute but you need to go straight away dave give it a couple of episodes and they're all going to be fucking divide and conquer they're all going to be looking out for themselves they're all thinking about that social media career Afterwards, we always take the piss about the fucking inspirational quotes. They're going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. They're going to be they're going to be on an opening of a fucking envelope, aren't they? Let's be honest. Just like they are in the UK, <laughs> it's a little media career that gets them a lot of money in a short space of time, so they can buy a house, or whatever. I have nothing wrong with that, but don't fucking insult the, the audience. We know what's going on, and look, Thomas is obviously going to go, but I do think, Dave, my prediction is Aaron could be next. I'm not entirely sure Thomas is going to go. I mean, we see a little bit of drama, don't we, that, you know, leading up to next week. Possibly the guys are going to be whispering in Katie's ear. She's have, she does have form for just listening to what anyone tells her and then going, oh, that must be true, and then acting out on that. So, if you know, if enough people are throwing Marcus under the bus, then maybe he will go. But I do think there's a a connection there. I do think she does fancy the pants off him. And uh, so she might keep him around for a little bit longer. I reckon Marcus will stay around longer than Aaron. Ah. Do you mean Thomas? Uh, Thomas, sorry. Did I say Marcus? Yeah. You've said Bell Marcus end. a few times. I kept thinking, have I written the wrong notes <laughs> I'm down here? about so. Thomas. <laughs> Duh. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. The guy who was bullshitted and wants to be the next Bachelor and probably yeah. just blew his chances of doing that. Oh, you know what, though, Dave? And, and you're right. You, you, honestly, you, you're so right. But what was even worse was the preview. So that ends the episode. We get a little preview next week. And then Tace goes, someone from my past wants to speak to you, <laughs> fucking Katie. And then we get, is it Blake? Fucking... Who had no personality whatsoever, Dave. There was no yeah. reason for him to be here other than fucking he's going to be used on, on normal Bachelor in Paradise. He's, he's going to be there. Maybe he's going to be the Bachelor. I don't know. But it just seemed like, why are you even here? There's no correlation between you and Katie at all. Well, he was the one, wasn't he, Blake, who uh, read a book on Alzheimer's? Which probably means he, he watched a five-minute YouTube clip or something. But that he read that book on Alzheimer's for Claire's season. Ah, oh, yes, he did. 
So that, you know, he's all in for Claire and now, oh, he appears on Katie's season. And I guess there's no uh, Wreck-It Ralph 3 that he can appear in. (laughs) (laughs) Two is enough, Dave, two is enough. But that's going to play out next week and Katie's going to be like, oh, this is a real dilemma. However, when we've watched some of these people who've come in sort of after a few weeks, they don't last long. The girl last season didn't. No. Was it was that Hannah, was it? I, I Oh no, Hannah Brown was the one that she spoke to, the the blonde-haired girl, which it was just such nonsense. They built up to it for ages. And they're like, look, we're all quarantined here. You can't possibly... Co- oh, oh, yeah, you're in. Um, I, I can't believe they're doing the same playbook uh, on, on the... <laughs> on the season right after Matt's season so I I don't know I I didn't really see a lot from Blake uh, to make me think oh yeah he's he's a better bet for Katie than these 30 other guys that falls flat for me it's there to stir up a bit of drama ruffle some feathers you know maybe uh, maybe Thomas will Maybe we'll get jettisoned out next episode, so we need to stir up the drama for the episode after, and that's when Blake comes in, maybe. But, um, yeah, uh, for the Blake bit, that that's where I'm a bit more jaded. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Let's yeah, see what I'm happens. I know I'm with you. I don't think he's got the personality. If it was, what was he called? Fucking Square Jaw Superman from the last one with the glasses. Fucking the one who was, I am more superior intelligent than you. What was he called? Uh, <laughs> fucking King Bellen. Bennett. Bennett. If it was him, <laughs> then fair enough. You know, like, because he was the dickhead. But he, he, can you imagine him coming in and causing a bit of shit? Blade didn't do anything to justify being it. I think the guys are just going to go, Ah, right, Blake, yeah, there's a seat over there for you, mate. Keep your mouth shut and shut up. And that's, that's all they're going to say to him. He's like, he's got nothing about him that'll... He don't look like he'd fight for Katie. So I, this I don't is like, get that. This is like the third Bachelorette that he's been after. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Like, and he's got look, nothing. I, I just wish they'd come out and be honest. Look, I went home. I went back to my normal job. Didn't really like it. I quite like just having a lot of social media. You know, I like a lot of follows <laughs> yes. on Instagram, so people pay me to advertise stuff. Quite like that. So can you get me on you know, whatever season? Which one's coming up, Chris? Uh, Katie. Yeah, Katie. She she seems all right. Let's give it. Let's give that one a go. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right because I bet he's got a fucking Hollywood smile now, Dave. He's been fucking exactly. advertising all sorts on fucking Instagram. He's got a fucking smile like uh, proper veneer and everything yeah it's just <laughs> fucking bullshit <laughs> well chris uh, we do sort of love hate it don't we but uh we are now one week away or even just less than a week away chris from the start of love island uk we are and i saw yesterday and there's too many of them they started releasing who the all well all the contestants were released yesterday on the hour on their social media dave so, um, yeah, this, this, I'm ready. I am ready, my friend. This is the big one. <laughs> Fucking damn right I am. I don't care how fake they are or how fake body parts are on these people. I am in for Love Island, Dave. And if I don't hear someone go, text, then I am out. But yeah, I'm just, I've got a text. I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. I've got a text. But uh, Dave, I am all, I'm that, I'm that serious about it this year. I found Jordan got the... Um, Love Island Cup thing with your name on it last year, but it now oh. says George. The A and A ends misses, which says George. So we've had to throw it because it's in a bit of a bad way. But I'm thinking we should both get a Chris and Dave one. Oh, we'll see the reality yeah, cast. Yeah. 
We should get CD Reality Cast because Chris and Dave could be anyone. We could nick that off Google and go, look, I've got me cup. <laughs> but I'm not sure if we're going to have time. Um, actually, Chris, I'm just checking. The press pack has been released for Love Island. So I have no idea when we'd get time to do this, but um, we should do an episode, which is a bit of a preview. Certainly yes. if the, there's people coming up, then we can uh, we can go through and, and just take the piss out of all of them, uh, which is par for the course. So, yeah, yeah, it looks like it's been released there. Let's do it. Now, of course, we, we are hurtling towards this car crash, aren't we? Because we've got the Bachelorette, we've got the UK Love Island, we've got the USA Love Island. We kind of want to do them all, uh, but we need to take a call so uh, uh email us in drop us a, a message or whatever you know should we stick with the bachelorette should we switch across the uk love island should we do all three that seems uh unrealistic <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're gonna do with dave and then i flew to to handle in there last week and i was like why and you were like do you really want to do that? I was like, no, I just wanted to throw it in there just in the mix. Yeah. But no, I, I agree with you. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know how we're going to do all these. Um, th I mean, the UK one's okay, Dave, uh, because it's on reasonable time. You know, obviously it's, yeah, yeah. it's just one of them things. We're going to, we will do it. And Love Island is what this show was built on. And we can't let the Bachelor Nation down there because we're too many people say, you better not abandon this. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, we'll do something. Uh, I do want to see Katie sees now to um, kind yeah. of uh, mildly interested in where it goes, but, you know, just some of the nonsense drama on the way there. Uh, what we might end up doing is just shorter episodes, Chris. We might just end up, you know, pulling out the three major points in an episode, uh, getting back to our uh, 15, 20 minute format. Uh, that might be a, a survival technique. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Chris, we're done with reality TV. Not not forever late, just for this episode. Yeah. Um, we're going to get back to our summer fitness challenge. Summer uh, fitness challenge, weight challenge. We should really think about a proper name for it but um have you been getting on this last week with uh losing a few pounds well dave we didn't lose any pounds we put on a couple of ounces because it was father's day over in the uk and i think it was in america as well and oh dave i went crazy i got literally a kilo bar of galaxy chocolate and <laughs> destroyed it uh, we then went through white chocolate fingers, Jaffa cake. So it, it, I was still training around it. I went on like a, I think it was about a 16 mile, 70 mile bike ride on Sunday, just before all the chaos, but it didn't go well. So when I weighed myself today, I was a bit worried thinking, oh my God, I'm going to undo. But literally I haven't lost or put anything on really. So I'm still at the same weight, which I think is about two, three, two. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So yeah. All right, well, at least yourself, you're, not, you're not creeping back up. Now, I was not a yet. bit nervous this morning, I have to say, um, because I don't feel like I've had a good week. Uh, the football's been on, been drinking a little bit too much, which is my Achilles heel always. <laughs> you, know, you, have a, you have a bit of red wine and then the, the Pringles come out and whatever. Um, I don't know if it had a, an impact, but I did dabble in a bit of martial arts last night, Chris. So I went for the uh, went for the first lesson, which by uh, 80s action movie rules means I've now got a shot at the uh, world championship. 
<laughs> the title. Yeah, I can have a go at Tong Po now. Um, <laughs> but I was pleasantly surprised. Not Nothing too great, but um, I've lost 1.2 pounds. So last That's week great. I was 189 and now I'm uh, 187.8. So... I, I'm happy with that because I was a little bit fearful <laughs> that yeah. I'd gone back up again, just because I know I've had a crap week. Um, but I think probably it's like an it's like a cumulative thing. I think it might have just been from the previous weeks where I was, you know, going for walks and stuff, and it, I just wasn't shifting anything. Um, but yeah, so so that puts me. If I look at the spreadsheet here, that puts me at thirty-seven percent of the target, and you're on 31%. So you're still, you know, still a good uh, a good way to your target. Um, just have to probably knuckle down. Uh, I had the same kind of Father's Day uh, fall off the Experience. wagon as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so at least, you know, that, that's out of the way now. So we can, uh, we can get back let's to it. Let's do it. No, let's do it. And that's good news, that, mate. You've lost something. That's brilliant. So you should be proud of that. So anyway... Guys, if you do want to get involved and you want to, you know, we're not going to publish anything of yours, but if you want to come along with, on the journey, give us an email at CD Reality Cast. No, that's the social media at CD Reality Cast, but you can, you can contact us there, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And honestly, we're just doing it for a bit of fun, a bit of encouragement. One of us is hoping to get into our hassle-offs by the summer. We're not sure whether we will be, but we're going to give it a go. So if you do fancy it, just give us a shout and we'll, uh, we'll all do it together. Awesome, mate. Well, it's another week, another Bachelorette episode in the bag. And all I'll say to you is, I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye now.